Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to TPI Talk in 20, where we're making entrepreneurship and investing a team sport. The Players Impact is an exclusive network of athletes, artists, and collaborators inspired and encouraged to shape the future we envision. Through opportunity, education, and influence, our elite collective accelerates the potential of every member to transcend any game. At The Players Impact, we are about legacy beyond our professional careers. We are bringing our diverse community of investors, entrepreneurs, and those in transition together through this podcast with thought leadership, subject matter expertise, and peer advice. Listen to us where you find your favorite podcasts. You don't want to miss hearing from our team of professional athletes, venture capitalists, and other founding CEOs about their stories, opportunities, and experiences. I'm Tracy DeForge, the founder and CEO, your host of TPI Talking 20. Ryan and Kent, it is awesome to have you here today and part of the TBI family. We've been really excited to be investors in Neurogum, um, but really want to share with our audience your stories because it's so impactful um, when you shared them with us. And, and so uh, for our podcast, we'd, we'd love to hear more if you want to start by introducing yourselves and um, your combined story. Ryan, you want to go for it? Yeah. How's everyone doing? Thanks for uh, having us on. Uh, I'm Ryan. I'm one of the co-founders of Neuro. Um, we're super excited to have TPI as um, as like our newest partners and investors. So thank you so much for the opportunity. And uh, and I'll let Kent introduce himself, and then we'll we'll kind of give you guys the backstory. Yeah, I'm I'm Kent, uh, the other co-founder, and it's been a crazy six years building Neuro from what it was before into what it is now with all of our retail locations and being a brand that's somewhat recognizable, <laughs> we have, we'll, we'll take it to the next step with TPI, but um, we're, we're, we're excited. Uh, the, the future has a, a lot waiting for us. Yeah. So guys, give us a little bit of your backgrounds. Like what, how, what even qualifies you to bring this product to market? The facts, you know, that this is pretty amazing from an athlete performance standpoint and, and just general public. So, so give us a little bit of your backgrounds. What did you study that kind of gave you this pathway? And that athlete yeah. performance side is like exactly why we started, <laughs> you know, like Ryan and I both come from that athlete background and realized that, you know, like any entrepreneur, if there's a gap in the market, then your brain starts churning, trying to figure out how to solve those situations. And the problem for us was, okay, there's supplements in the marketplace, but there was no easily accessible way to get any of that stuff and just make it a part of your lifestyle. So when you, even with like, like energy drinks, you know, you have to refrigerate them. They're also not good for you. Uh, even sugary. with the sugary, mm -hmm. like supplements that come in pill form, you're not going to be carrying that around unless you, you become that person, you know, that's carrying around supplements all the time. So we, we started thinking during a scuba diving trip, how do we incorporate this into what we like to do where it's not weird, where it's not stigmatized, where it just feels natural and it's also shareable. And gum and mints are the easiest way to do that, just inherently. So, mm -hmm. yeah. All right. So talk about, yeah, talk <laughs> about Ryan. Like, I want to hear, because I, I already know the story, right? I know the story, the but I, I want yeah. I want everybody to know your story because it is so yeah. impressive and, and just a wow factor to what brought you where you are today. Yeah. Um, I mean, 
to, to start off the history part, you know, Kent and I met when we were freshmen in college. I was a freshman, Kent was a sophomore. I was studying chemistry and um, economics. Kent was doing neuroscience. And we met in class and we just like became fast friends. Uh, I mean, classmates, roommates, best friends long before we started this business together. But, um, you know, my, my background was in uh, martial arts. Kent, Kent trained uh, karate since he was five, trained with the Olympic judo team when he was in college, uh, fighting Muay Thai in Thailand uh, while we were studying. Um, I, I did kendo as a kid. I was um, second degree black belt by, by the time I was in eighth grade transition to running cross country and track in high school um, was part of the team I co-captain to state and, and nationals and, and and when Ken and I met in college I was focusing a little bit more on like kind of the social aspect of college which so I was in student council uh, although I got recruited to run and uh, I got in a really crazy snowboarding accident in 2009 so I was I was 19 and I was actually paralyzed from the waist down from going off a, a pretty big jump in Big Bear here in California and um, you know spent the next five months uh, in ICU and, and going through intense rehab and basically in and out of surgery for about two years um, totaling about like 15 different surgeries and um, during that time that just solidified you know my friendship with Kent and his support he was coming out to visit me all the time and uh, I was you know, he, at that time, he was still uh, training very, very seriously in martial arts. And I was kind of like looking at his lifestyle and how he was balancing everything. And ultimately, it came down to, you know, obviously, the training part is huge. And everybody thinks that training is everything, but diet and nutrition is like the other 50% of the battle. And so, um, I, you know, I looked at Kent when I started uh, training and racing again into wheel, uh, hand cycling and wheelchair racing. And essentially, Kent was giving me these you know, pill forms that were essentially version zero of Neurogum. And it was these, you know, clean, no sugar, um, you know, supplements that, you know, we were taking for our bodies to just optimize performance. And so, um, you know, like, as Kent mentioned, we were on a scuba diving trip, we were getting a certification and we realized that one, pills are hard to take in public, they're stigmatized. How do we take away that stigma and take all the best ingredients and in supplementation and make it more accessible? Yeah, that's amazing. And what you guys have, have done and where you've been able to bring it in that amount of time. So going back to Kent, your neuroscience background, that's that, how did you, when you first gave Ryan that zero, um, where, where NeuroGum started, what made you think about the compilation? There's so much chemistry that goes into what you guys have created as well, right? When you talk about the right ingredients and how to make it into this form, um, mm -hmm how did you even go about that process? <laughs> well, so Ryan would say whenever he came into my room, it looked like a Scarface dead because <laughs> of the amount of powders and everything that I had just lying around in bottles everywhere. And um, the, the biggest part was uh, I was part of like a huge new tropics community. And back in like the early, you know, like 2010s, that was uh, early 2010s and uh, slightly before like, Tim Ferriss was experimenting with it, Dave Asprey, all these people that kind of made it popularized um, were very heavily in that field. And being in the martial arts space and being in like a, a fairly professional athletic setting, we were all trying to figure out better supplementation methods. And I think from the science background, I decided to dive in a little further than uh, taking people's word for it and began experimenting myself um, and then also using friends that were willing to be experimented on <laughs> to, <laughs> to try the product. So 
with anything, you know, it's, uh, th there's like what you read, what you try on yourself, what the capabilities of each of these things are, the synergy. And with Neuro now, like even our first product, we could use all the, there's things called like racetams that are extremely popular. There's like ashwagandha, which is getting extremely popular now, like Neopept, all these things that were so popular back in the day, we decided to stay away from because we didn't understand like the, they, even back then, like they didn't understand like the full uh, implications of it and like the dose sizes. And now it's like uh, very heavily regulated. And we went back to the basics of be like, okay, there's supplements and compounds that exist extremely well. They're just not synergistically put together in the best combinations. So let's work with like the foundational elements, mix them up together. So they work the best way they possibly can together and turn into, uh, you know, it's something for everyone. So that your story is just fascinating to me. And so as you're going out and, and, and handing little pieces of gum to your friends, like here, try it, trust me, you know, like, <laughs> what do you, where do you cross that threshold to, oh, we're going to start packaging this and then we're going to bring it to market. Like your entrepreneurial journey from, from just solving your own problem to figuring out that first beta test to, to the next step. How, you must have heard a lot of no's or this isn't going to work and, and what not to do, but the perseverance in your story. I, th I think in the beginning, a lot of people thought it was a good idea. But when we first sampled the product, people are like, oh, this isn't like, you know, honest people are like, it doesn't taste good or whatever. Because like it was either too caffeine heavy. Um, you know, it, it took us years. We're still iterating the formula. And every year, like we go to conferences, we meet different flavor houses and improve the formula. But in the beginning, it was like, uh, yeah, it was it was a surprise to some people's palates. But um, the product worked. One, the product worked. Um, people people thought it was a good idea, but we knew that we needed to solve like the packaging and just kind of the, the flavor issues. And, and that's something that we've continuously improved on every year, um, multiple times. I think we're on like version, you know, we've gone through version ABC and we've gone through the alphabet. And, uh, and that's kind of our, I, I guess the entrepreneurial spirit in the sense that like, there's no perfect product, right? There's always this con continuation in trying to improve on, on yourself. And so in the beginning, yeah, there was some, some rough feedback, but that was, that was the feedback we needed. Um, and, you know, we sampled it around, like you said, friends and family got some honest feedback. And, and quite frankly, we, we didn't have enough money to just keep doing R&D. We needed to get the product out. So uh, in the end of 2015, we launched on Indiegogo. Um, Ken's huge uh, nootropic Reddit presence helped us close out our, um, our fundraising in like less than three days. Um, then got featured on Dr. Oz, Time Magazine, and and basically bootstrapped the, the business while Kent and I were still working full-time jobs. And, and you know, something that came as this idea, side hustle, passion really became a full business. And so it took time, but we got there. Yeah, and, and commitment. So that feeling when you got your first... Like I'll call it significant athlete name to, to try your product. And they, and they liked it first. If you, if you want to talk about that and, and how you got even that access. Yeah. yeah. Kent, you want to, Oh, uh, I'm yeah, anyway. definitely. I mean, I assume it's a, a Apollo. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's who I was. Yeah. <laughs> Not very good job of alluding to. Yeah. Yeah. Apollo no is uh, one of our biggest, he, he's a, a friend first and foremost um we just had dinner with him on sunday he's a huge supporter um and an investor and 
I think, and e even now, you know, like we have a podcast ourselves and we interviewed Matt Grievers, who's one of the most decorated uh, swimmers. Like he's like the third swimmer you don't hear of after you know, <laughs> Ryan Lochte and uh, Michael Phelps. Like we're interviewing Brittany Bow, who's like a gold medalist speed skater also. And like, while the Olympics, the, the outside of the Olympics is always covered in advertisement, but like, it seems as though these athletes are, <laughs> that's the, they're like the pinnacle of human performance and they're not being recognized. So what's great for like, from our, you know, like having trained at the Paralympic level and like the Olympic level, seeing these people, seeing how they train, seeing how like, just like the smallest things affect their performance. We saw them as the guinea pigs, not the right, like ultimate guinea pigs, not the right word, but we saw them as like the ultimate beacon for what represents a great product. And um, when we met Apollo um, at like a Japanese barbecue night and started talking to like about our mission, our product and how we are, you know, like even as entrepreneurs, we didn't make this product because we were like, oh, this is gonna make so much money. And like, it's a gap in the marketplace. We were like, this is a product we wanna take. And I think that approach really, it, it's an approach from like, a, we need to make this product constantly better and like put as much love into it versus we, how do we figure out a way to just like inflate its, its, its value, which a lot of these other companies do. So Apollo, I think saw that saw the potential behind it and you know it's you know ho hopefully it's 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 paying off like uh like our entry into whole foods uh our entry into yeah. like a bunch of cvs's you know our continuous growth uh these are things that kind of represent that yeah people do want something like this yeah and so are you hearing from the market what's next i know you have like sort of the caffeine and the energy and focus where does your product evolve to um, so maybe you'll hear it on this podcast first, but in the next few months, we're launching a multivitamin. So one of the main, the initial idea for like the three products we're releasing is like energy and focus. So you get obviously the energy and focus to do anything throughout the day or when you need it, uh, the common clarity for when you need to wind down or find peace of mind. And then the third thing is for the body, which is multivitamin, a, a gum that you could take throughout the day, but it effectively makes you healthier and and you could take it whenever versus you know a caffeine or a calm may have specific uses mm -hmm. so with the combination of those three products you have like a complete set like a, a, an arsenal of ways you can improve your life and ways you could um <clears throat> enhance your life throughout the day in your pocket I'm looking forward to that one because I, yeah. I, I know we need vitamins in our lives, especially here in the Northeast. We're all vitamin D deficient. Yeah. <laughs> so we're not allowed to go outside in April, you. but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Too so much no. snow. <laughs> Too much snow. Um, so no, it's fascinating because I think you guys are in such a great spot. Talk about your path to funding and getting, you know, obviously we're very excited. And as a group of athletes, you know, we're, we'll, we'll be shouting you know all of the great benefits of neurogum from the rooftops but but talk about your your early days of getting the product out there you talked about bootstrapping and crowdfunding but now you're much later in in that game and and just share because you know we've got a lot of athletes like you who are entrepreneurial and and building their businesses now and and so any insights would be really helpful 
Yeah. I, I, I mean, in the beginning, like you said, it was, it was crowdfunding. It was, you know, Kent and Tyler, um, like reaching out to different, like, uh, um, writers from different news publications. It was, it was kind of a lot of that groundwork. Uh, it wasn't glorious in the beginning. It was, it was like 4,000 pounds of initial inventory and gum at Kent's apartment. And we were just going box by box, mailing it out every day, going to the USPS. Um, but I, I, that, that, that was kind of the foundation, right? We, we, we learned everything from customer service to supply chain to shipping and fulfillment. And it, it gave us a certain appreciation while we were, you know, having full-time jobs. Like I was at Hulu, Kent was at uh, Wava Studios, which is a subsidiary of Sony. Um, you know, we, 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 we cared about it enough to, to put in our weekends, put in after hours to, to make it work. And finally, um, at the end of 2017, we got our first like real investor and, and they're incredible. Um, they're Brian Lee and Bam Ventures, they backed everything from Honest Company to Legal Zoom and um, like- And we met them in the elevator. I was <laughs> yeah, just gonna ask, like, did you know, did you target them because of their specialty or you know, how did you get there? There was a company that wanted to like incubate us. And uh, luckily we didn't do that deal. That was a, it was a really bad deal, but we happened to be, um, you know, Kent was in the elevator with Brian, right? <laughs> and Kent, yeah, you can and talk, Brian right? like looks over and he's like, hey, you're the neuro guy. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I had no idea who he was. <laughs> you know, he's an extremely famous investor. And he was like, don't take this deal. Don't, don't incubate. Here's my business card. Call me afterwards. And wow. like a few weeks later, uh, you know, or in the following weeks, we like hopped on multiple calls with them and then they invested in us. And that was, and that was huge. It was, it was our first investor. And then from there, you know, we, literally we an elevator pitch there. An ele- an elevator <laughs> elevator pitch. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, it was so crazy. It was like, it was like, it was even like a two floor elevator pitch. It was like the shortest elevator. <laughs> yeah, um, elevator. You should have been on the stairs is what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. Like wait for him. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And since then, you know, we've gotten like, like we, you mentioned Apollo Ono is like one of the most decorated U.S. Winter Olympian of all time uh, to be our, one of our biggest backers. One of our manufacturers is our investor. And um, we just have a killer team um, of angels. And then now most recently, obviously TPI and, and the players Yay. in fact. So we want to, you know, be able to continue to push that front, uh, not just getting the product that we want to take, but for the masses and, um, you know, we're in about 150 college campuses, 5,000 CVS, 500 Whole Foods. Retails is going to be a growing presence for us. Um, online was still a majority of our sales last year. Um, and during COVID, we still doubled the business. So we're, we're trying to double again this year and, and just push that front and just basically take, like Kent says is the best, but it's everything that sits in the medicine cabinet and you put it in your pocket. And that, that's kind of our goal. And that's our vision. Amazing. Um, so like every good entrepreneur, you've failed a million times. Like if you were to look back and say, you know, we, we should have done this differently, it would have changed. You just gave a good example of what uh, uh, you dodged a bullet by going, not going into the incubator. But can you think of another inflection point in the company? Like if we didn't do this, we wouldn't be here today. It's crazy. It's like, cause we've been asked that question before and you know, like, there's all these moments that are extremely difficult <laughs> like within mm-hmm. our company, but they're all just learning experiences. So there's no moments where it's like, this is so destructive to our business. And I can't believe we did that. It's more so, okay, this thing happened, but 
now we'll no never do it again you know like even like early on i'm thinking of this like very silly moment uh the customer service phone line was my cell phone number <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> that was the worst idea of all time ever yeah <laughs> Ever. Like I still have PTSD. Like because you get East Coast time. You get, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh! Especially after Doctor Oz, it was like off the hook and whew, never oh, again. No. Yeah. But then immediately afterwards, they're like, "Okay, we need to hire a customer service person," and that was like one of our first hires. <laughs> so good problem to have. Yeah. Exactly. Like good it's, problem to have. And I think entrepreneurship and businesses looking at problems and being like, "Okay, how do we fix that problem?" <laughs> Constantly. And yeah. continue to build. So, so one of the things that um, we loved about you both, not only as founders and entrepreneurs, but like your close relationship, like your how is how is uh, this brought you together? How have you ever tested the boundaries of your friendship to the extent you can share <laughs> in, in in business? Right. So yeah. I know you don't do business with family, and feels like you guys are tight like family. I think what's funny because like in the beginning at this when we had this idea in the beginning a lot of people are like oh don't start businesses with your friends or family it gets tricky um and I I think we went in knowing that and having that warning but Ken and I always said that like friendship comes first you know um and ultimately with business it's, it's about trust and there's nobody I really trust more than Kent and Kent trust me so you know we make the decisions that we know are going to be the best for the company and uh and that's ultimately really important versus if you you know have an idea you find a co-founder that you barely know then when you're really in a tough spot like you know we were talking about and you're you're in the trenches and and it's it feels like it's life or death for the company you're you that person might turn on you or might have different ideas. You might have disagreements, but Kent and I ultimately, we talk through all of the pros and cons of every situation. That's really, really hard. And ultimately we trust each other's opinions and, and we'll voice, you know, our different strengths, whether that's Kent's in marketing and design and, and just kind of like overall vision of the company or like my expertise in like maybe the financing or the supply chain. And so we, you know, we trust one another. And I think that's ultimately the most important. Yeah. Awesome. We're with each other. Like, all the time <laughs> you know like so attached like, at the hip i was gonna say like any of the arguments we have are, are like it's like a married couple argument more so than any business <laughs> argument like oh you're gonna have that for lunch again today <laughs> yeah i hear you Awesome. Well, you guys are so fun and I am so proud to be sharing the story with you and with all of our, our folks listening in. We like to wrap up obviously in 20, but um, awesome. with a fun question. So I have one more question that each of you have to answer. All right. Yeah. So if you could eat one dessert for the rest of your life, what would it be? And why? I knew this question was coming. So <laughs> Oh, that's easy for me. I, I'm going to say flan. Flan's like, I, I'm not much of a dessert person, but I love flan. Okay. I knew that answer for Ryan. <laughs> with flan. Well, let's hear what Ryan would say for you. <laughs> what would you eat? I mean, really you don't really guy. have a sweet tooth either. Yeah. Oh, Neurogum, calm and clarity for dessert. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I used to be like, obsessed with a uh, tiramisu i thought tiramisu and then, like lately i've been eating like every time i eat it i'm just like this is like way too soft <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so i don't know well it's um, good that you don't have to really make that decision so continue yeah. to eat all the desserts that you ryan like. will, will, will 
order the the dessert and I'll take off it. <laughs> yeah. Or a chocolate chip cookie, you know, something super what good simple. friends do. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you guys so, so much. Um, very exciting. Me. Yep. And we look forward to it. Whenever you're raising again, we're, we got our community is growing every single day. And so we'll introduce Neurogam to even more athletes and artists um, on the TPI side. Love it. Thank, thank you guys yeah. so much. Thank you. All right. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.